Jack? Not not yet, Brad. Not yet. Oh, sorry, it's fish. <coughs> Prana 3D is a 2010 American 3D horror comedy. Whoa. Uh, serves as a loose remake of the comedy horror film Piranha. <laughs> I made a horror comedy out of a horror comedy film. From 1978 and an entry into the Piranha film series. It was directed by Alexandra Baja. Uh, the film stars the old woman that lived in a shoe, Adam Scott, Jerry O'Connell, uh, Ving Rames, Jessica, Stephen R. McQueen, Christopher Lloyd, and Dick Dreyfus. Uh, a sequel, Piranha 3 Double D, was released in 2012. Uh, Piranha 3D received generally positive reviews, uh, with the film critics praising it as a fun and entertaining B movie. Prana 3D made a whopping $83 million worldwide. Outstanding achievement, Brad. This is, I think, widely regarded as the greatest film ever made, uh, possibly rivaling, almost rivaling Roadhouse for me. Roadhouse. Which is, yeah, undisputedly the greatest film ever made, starring... Mm. Starring what's Peak Swayze. Peak Swayze. Peak Swayze. Sexiness. Yeah. I will not have you say a bad word about Swayze. I would never say a bad word about Patrick Swayze. Well, that makes me happy. He's the greatest of all time. He's the goat. He's the goat. You son of a bitch. Goat Swayze. All I can hear is you clicking on your... um, Mousepad. Clicking on my yeah, I am clicking on my mousepad. Double clicking your organizing mouse. Organizing my thoughts. Jesus. Disgust me. Type on one hand. Double clicking your oh. mouse. Holding your mic in your hand suggestively. I picked up a lot of bad bad habits in prison. So don't believe me. I'm doing well. I'm recovering. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. reformed. I haven't bitten anyone in oh, seven, ooh, six and a half days, except for yesterday. Yeah. Ah, bites a term we use loosely. If you don't leave it's a mark, there's another count. word we could use. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gobbled. It's a term there's, I like. There's no body, there's no crime, Brad. Ah. Oh. How'd you, how'd you, what? Are, you've seen Piranha before? I had seen Piranha before. I was one of the people that, uh, Helped out with the $83 million box office. I think I saw this at the cinema upon its release. I like to consider myself a bit of a, a horror boffin or a horror mm. enjoyer. Oh, yeah. uh, and, uh, you know, I was expecting this to be the new Jaws. <laughs> it's very much a play-by-play of Jaws. Mm. With... with um, Big titties. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's got um, Dick Dreyfus, as I like to call him. Uh, Dick Dreyfus mm. in the opening scene, he's fishing, it's stuck down the hole and eaten by piranha. It's obviously making a Jaws reference. Rick, Dick Dreyfus was obviously in Jaws, the original film. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, yep. this is kind of like saying he survived Jaws, but oh, the piranha got him. Uh, apparently... 
he got he 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 turned down the role a couple of times and they kept offering money until he finally sold out like a like a thespian that he is it's uh, look your principles only go so far and then you're going to take the money money talks you know if you've been a vegan your whole life and then someone says i've got this piece of beef for you would you like to eat it? And they say, oh, no, I'm a vegan. I don't eat meat, you know, in their, in their little weak, lacking protein voice. And, and they uh, faint. And then they faint. And then when they you put the smelling salts in front of them and they wake up and you go, look, I'll pay you $1,000 to eat this piece of beef. And they'd go, oh, no, no. This one bead of sweat runs down their forehead. No. You know, they're thinking they're, they're living in their fucking van. They're a dirty vegan hippie, <laughs> you know, and they're thinking, oh, feels getting expensive, but no, I need it. And then you say, you know, I wonder what it would be, but, you know, would it be $5,000? Would it be $10,000? Would it be a million dollars? But at some point, Rick Dreyfus is going to eat your meat, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, that kind of went off. I taken by surprise by that. That yeah, Dick Dreyfus would eat your meat for a certain price. We found out that there is that's right. There's a monetary value where he just kind of goes, okay, fuck it, and bless his heart. Why not? He needs another holiday home. That's all of us, you know. I I absolutely refuse to do um, this podcast. Uh, and then you just kept waving money at me, and I'm like, you know, you can only say no for so long. I thought I thought we had you at 14 million an episode, mm, like you were no. thinking about it. You seem tempted. Yeah. We had to go all the way to 20 million an episode before you finally cracked yeah. and, and I mean, I discarded thought, your dignity. I just thought to myself, if Jim Carrey's worth 20 mil a movie, yeah, when I get 20 mil a podcast, I mean the listenership alone. Yeah, I'm happy about it. I mean, you, you're an okay guy, so. Oh, not really. I mean, I only have to talk to you for half an hour about, you know. That's true. Stuff. It's an hour once a week, really, all together, 20 million. You can do it. You can manage. Yeah. What is that noise? Are you oh. masturbating again? God, you hear everything, don't you? You've got a very expensive condenser microphone, so yes, I'm going to hear you slapping that around on your leg. It just sort of stops around by itself. It drifts around by itself. Surround sound. Shouldn't be wearing headphones. It's a large penis is basically a medical condition. It's something I have to live with, and sometimes. Sometimes there's over overlap. There's there's spillage into the public scene. People, I'm a bit embarrassed now. A bit embarrassed. Mm. Hey, you can be too big. Anyway, sometimes the, the strapping breaks free. Speaking of large cocks, we've yeah. got uh, the fat kid from Stand by Me in this film, looking super hot, and I think we see his wiener post. Piranha Chew. <laughs> I think it's 
could po- uh, possibly be slightly uh, enlarged <laughs> from real life. There's a slight <laughs> exaggeration going on there. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it's a good, <laughs> it's a good whack. <laughs> I think I noticed is the CG at the beginning of the film is a bit weak and it gets better as mm. the film goes. Like the CG cock was, wasn't too bad. Maybe it was a real cock. <laughs> no, the yeah, fish look. comes along and eats it, doesn't it? Yeah, that's right. Because it a chew and because it's 3D, it's in your face, folks. So if you ever want to experience it as a, um, you know, a person that doesn't get a lot of dick in their face, uh, it's worth a watch. No surprises for you, though, Brad. Um, ah, I've seen it all, mate. Eyes <laughs> wide open. Eyes There's a lot wide of. Open. This was obviously made during the time when um, 3D cinema was a trend. It was the hot thing. Boom. But was and this? Uh, let's. Should we clarify you're that statement? Cutting me off. Oh, oh, for good fucking reason. Okay. Can I finish now? Did it come out at the same time as uh, like Tron 3D and Avatar and all that shit? Or was it before that? Was this like the I red and blue glasses? Because Avatar is the one that kicked all that off. All right. So this is cool glasses, not red and blue glasses. Yeah, this is the you new stuff. Yeah, okay. the black frame Continue. ones. The- Sorry, I just, I, I just needed to clarify there. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Anyway, so 3D trends. So there's a lot of obvious shots in this film. If you're watching it in 2D now, which you probably will be, there's some um, gratuitous shots of 3D things coming at the screen that you'll probably wonder why that's happening. But it was all, you know, stuff going at the screen because it's 3D and it's all overdone. This was actually shot in 2D and then converted to a 3D. But apparently a lot of films did that in the wake of Avatar. You're still there? Oh, I'm still here. I'm just yeah. letting you talk. Is that okay? I mean, you get mad at me when I talk, and then when I shut up and listen to you, you worry about me. So anyway, a lot of films were shot in 3D in the wake of Avatar, and a lot of them were shot in 2D and then post-converted later. And it looked really shoddy, not nearly anywhere as good as uh, Avatar did. But this is a film where they shot it in 2D and actually got the process right for the 3D. So it was one of the better-looking post-conversion 3D films. So it was always intended to go 2D. Uh, but the CD, CG does look a bit shocking in the opening scenes. And, you know, when Rich, Richard Dreyfus is getting sucked into the hole, the water looks pretty crap. But the CG gets yeah. better as the film goes. Just uh, to touch back on your previous comment, I thought Star Wars did the 3D conversion pretty well. They got as far as Phantom Menace. and Did they do Attack of the Clones? No. Or did they? Some of the conversion companies are better than the others, and so they actually yeah. spent the money and got the good one. I remember actually enjoying the Phantom Menace at the cinema in 3D. I thought it was a delight. I've just got a note here. The director, um, he, he found out that they were going to hire cheap CG artists and CG artists, and he wanted to remove his name from the film. Mm-hmm. And Bob Weinstein of Bob and Harvey Weinstein caught wind of this, fired all the bad people and hired the very best people 
to finish the film. Mm. Uh, Harvey Weinstein supposedly hated the film, expecting it to be more in line with Jaws instead of Jaws yeah. Gone Wild, as Asia put it. Yeah. Harvey Weinstein, a- obviously a very respected producer in Hollywood. I've never heard anyone speak ill of him. You need to get out more. Why? Why? What happened? Uh, I can't remember which one he was. Was he the one jerking into pot plants? <laughs> yeah. There's so many these days, you know. Oh, he's, on, you just... he's on the YouTube of fucking chasing down women all over the place. Yeah. All Very right. Interesting fella. Well, look into it, everybody. Hollywood. Yay. But this film... Uh, you remember it coming out, remember looking forward to going to see it, but it's definitely, yeah, it's, it's, it's a 15 year old boy's dream. I think this film, it's not, it's not too highbrow. I don't think, you know, titties, uh, hot checks, a uh, bit of blood. gore. Yeah. Um, the scene the comedy the, is not exactly funny, is it? Though, like the, nah. the jokes are pretty weak. Source, Jerry O'Connell's one-liners aren't great. I'm just happy to see him in anything, anything. It's like it's just an actor I've grown up with that I enjoy. Yeah, I think the best bit was they, they took my penis. They ate my penis. They ate my penis. That scene, I thought that was pretty good. His legs are all eating off. It's just laying on the deck. You fall yeah. over again? What are I you did. Doing? I, all I, I hear is banging. Oh. I just look. You talked about Jerry O'Connell's penis, and uh, I got excited. I bumped the mic. I apologize. Um, it's understandable. I mean, look, it's a, it's a, it's a ride. You know, like it's, it's what you want in a campy horror film. It's mm. got simple plot bunch of characters you know interesting deaths but that's about it like you don't care about anybody you don't care who's the you know who's going to make it to the end credits you just want to see boobs and slaughter that's kind of what you get uh kelly brook and the other girl hot as the sun my goodness Mm. the blonde lady she she bends over a lot she's got a terrific bottom well done. Yeah. How do you direct that? I mean, you were a director once. Mm. How do you get away with that? Well, the stuff I mostly got away with was done in an office. Um, <laughs> but Weinstein style. Oh, it's just called casting back then. But uh, on set, you'd have to pick your moments, you know. You'd have to be quite predatory. It would be normally inviting them to 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 your room at three o'clock in the morning for a uh, let me move my fingers meeting, um, and sometimes there'd be a staff shower. I would call it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, you haven't made it sound good, but uh, whatever gets the film oh, in the can. As I don't say. think I sold it properly. Like, oh, it was wonderful. You get to have a shower with me. Imagine how good that was. I loved it. No one complained. 
Straight up, my skin just crawled. You're a creepy guy. <laughs> You're my friend. Uh, fuck, what do we do when we do these movie reviews? Uh, <laughs> <That's> normally. <laughs> it's got a lot of scenes that are very familiar from other movies. Um, the kids... Uh, Stranded on the sand dune is very reminiscent of uh, Jaws 2. I think the kids were stranded on the sand dune. Uh, obviously, oh, I guess when you're getting attacked in the water, certain things have to happen a certain way, don't they? Uh, I think for me, my this this film kind of ponders along. It's okay. for uh, It doesn't really start till midpoint of the movie when the piranhas actually start really killing people, doesn't it? And the, the, yeah. That attack. That boat attack when the kids are all partying, the spring yeah. breakers. That's great. That's an entertaining scene. Yeah. Some great gore in it. On. And that, that girl gets her hair caught in the propeller and it rips yeah. her whole face off. Then she goes, <laughs> yeah, like, well done. You know, it was kind of, it was very visceral. And, mm. I, you know, not much CGI. It's pretty straightforward, practical effects. Um, I think yeah, that was enjoy- CGI. What a- oh, how do you tell? There's a mix. You know, there's a mix, but enjoyable scene. Um, you know who I was happy to see in this film? Elizabeth oh. Shue, Ving Rhames, Christopher uh, Lloyd. N- yes. It took you three shots before you hit me, Doc Brown. <laughs> Seeing him back It was on really screen. one big spray. <laughs> I just sprayed it until I finally hit my target. That's what men do. <laughs> yeah. He's always a pleasure to watch. Him? See, the, 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 that was the joy in this film for me. Doc Brown, Christopher Lloyd, and uh, Jerry O'Connell on screen. The rest of it, ah, like the kid, the young kid. can't remember what the fuck his name was. I just hated looking at his face. You know what I mean? He just looked like every boy band twat. L.A. actor boyo trying to make it big. In my 4,000 hours of research, I found out who that child was, who that young young man, young man in, in the mm-hmm. springs of his youth. Uh, what was his name? Stephen R. McQueen. He's the grandson of Steve, Steve McQueen. Yeah, Stephen R. Oh. McQueen. Shame um, he didn't get any of the coolness of his relative. Motherfucking Steve McQueen. I think he did his part, but, you know, he's doing what was written down for him, wasn't he? Like, he was playing. Yeah. How, like, so you're writing a script for a film, and again, peek behind the beef curtain, everybody. Uh, My co-host has been known to write a script or two. Mm. How do you, you sit down, you're writing the script about a film, right, we're going to get some fish, and they're going to attack some people, and it's going to be good times. Uh, But I also want... An underwater ballet performed by two stark naked porn stars. Oh, page three girls. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. So you just write it and hand it in and go, yeah, they'll accept this. Or do you write it and, and feel like a dirty old man? And then when they film it, you just stoked. Everyone knows what kind of movie they're making. 
Um, I was reading quotes from Kelly Brook, and she's like, you know, she was joking about how much time she had to practice the kissing scenes with the other girls. Like, back then, people had fun. People back kind then. of understood the genre uh, they were you in. Know, Everything you know wasn't sexual assault. It was, people still have fun. It's I'm just... getting paid to be in a titty movie. I understand. Yeah. I'm an adult. I signed a contract. I know what I'm getting in for. I wanted to do it. Yeah. And in 15 years, they'll look back and say, I got Cosby'd. Say she hasn't complained. She wasn't Yet. one of the girls that had complained about anything. I think she uh, married uh, Billy Zane for a while, Kelly oh. He's What happened to Billy Zane? I wish he'd make a comeback. What's the last thing he did was like um, Titanic? He got fat, old, and bald. Did he? Yeah. Have you seen old... Um, Handsome man, uh, though. Handsome man in his prime. Good Lord. Oh, absolutely. Like an Adonis. Peak. Oh, smoldering. Man, smoldering. The Phantom. He was in The Boys. He was in The Boys. He had a small shot. He was like the leader of the version of Scientology. All right. Okay. Who? Nobody watches The Boys. Come on now. Nobody that listens to us watches The Boys. Surely, I, watch I mean our, our our listenership is. I mean, I saw the stats were like ninety nine point eight percent women. What? <laughs> they, they just want to hear your voice. It's all I get in my emails. Yeah, well, that's true. Oh, can you let, I am an attractive can you let man. Dan talk some more, please? Mm, yeah, it, it, it's it's. I've got a beautiful tone to my voice. Uh, I have to admit, I've always, yeah. Well, we let's much. just call a spade a spade. We know what it is. <gasps> There's a deep sexual attraction going on in here. What? I don't know. I didn't think you could say call a spade a spade anymore. <laughs> I hope you're referring to playing cards. I was. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Yeah, I was reading about, you know, um, Eric Clapton got in trouble for calling people spades, but I've been watching this channel and uh, it's interviews from like the 60s and stuff. And even the black people, it was the cool word to call, refer to black people as spades, but hey, black yeah. people were doing it, you know. It was- but you, you have to, you know, and again, no one's going to hear what we're saying now because we've been cancelled, but... Uh- you do have to put it in the context of the era, I guess. Uh, and our era at the moment, I don't know how anybody, including us, records anything anything, and gets away with it, you know? Uh, yeah. So we'll see in 10 years. Two people with uh, purple hair complain and the whole world packs their pants. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, write an article for stuff and... Uh, Change some Wikipedia articles, oh, and then Wikipedia. I'm just—I haven't changed the way I live, and now I'm an angry white man. Um, G- Jerry O'Connell was playing a role based on the guy that uh, created G- Girls Gone Wild, a mogul Joe yeah. Francis. Apparently, he threatened to sue the production and uh, to say that you know this was defamation of his character. 
Uh, he said, I appreciate a good parody as much as the next guy, but to associate me with drugs and the filming of underage girls crosses a definite line. Uh, Jerry O'Connell has repeatedly and emphatically stated on public record that he is playing Joe Francis, not a fictional character based on me. Mr. Hmm. O'Connell has done this in spite of being warned by his own lawyers not to admit this. Uh-huh. Uh, and Jerry O'Connell said, I get to play Joe Francis. Oh, wait, for legal reasons, I'm supposed to say I play someone loosely based on Joe Francis. Mm, drama. I've got a little bit of drama. Yeah. He, he didn't seem to give a shit either. He just carried on. Well, he's not worth anything. So if the guy sued him, he's not going to get any money. They're I'm probably sure both stand, friends. By mu- stand by me money's run out. They're probably both friends and they're just playing it up in the media to get more attention for themselves. Yeah. Any publicity is good publicity, folks. Yep. Apparently they used 80,000 gallons of fake blood was used during the making. Yeah. Are you just sitting there reading Wikipedia? I copied the notes into uh, my little workflow here. I'm reading away. Oh, man. Workflow, great program. Anyone's interested? Oh, no, no one's this, interested. I've got two quotes. One said 80,000 was used during the production, and then I've got another one saying that they used 75,000 gallons of fake blood per day. Oh, wow. I think it's referring to the boat scene uh, when all the murderers are happening. Uh, yeah. I, uh, nine days to shoot that, apparently. To be fair... If anybody out there is listening to this podcast and wondering whether they should watch this film or, you know, you're, you're scrolling through your Netflix or trying to decide what film to watch tonight and you're thinking about some ocean-based uh, homicide, I'd recommend that you just swipe past Piranha, and go and watch Jaws. It's far superior ocean massacre film. Don't you, you think? Want, uh, Jaws is one of the greatest films of all time. I love it. Uh, hands uh, down. This is a. If you want Jaws, but with titties and silliness, <laughs> Piranha's for you. I watch mm. both of them. You um, it's silly you, fun. You raised some good uh, points review- there. Yeah, it's silly fun. You get a lot of titties and, uh, you know, these girls' boobs getting cut in half. and It's quite gory if you're into really over-the-top gory, silly stuff. Mm. Uh, it's not scary at all. Not really any tension no. to it. Uh, you've seen it all before. I kind of noticed, um, if you've seen Meg, the one about the giant shark. Shut up, Meg. Basically has this. Has the same <laughs> shut up. has the same plot about you know, an underground uh, sort of bit opens up and the things come out. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah same plot. Uh, Which is also like a, the plot of Pacific Rim, isn't it? Don't those big? Uh, I don't know what you'd call them. Yeah. come out of there. Uh, the Godzilla rights. Kaiju. Yeah, that's it. So on IMDb, uh, the cold-hearted bastards over there only gave this a 5.5 on average. Uh, Someone gave it a 7. This is trash, but I like trash. 
another seven asia the director delivers all the blood camp and boobs you could ever ask for someone gave it a one is this a horror movie or an r-rated playboy movie Mm. good call and six bad movie but i am fairly sure that was the goal yep (laughs) i think those are very accurate reviews yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's like they knew what they were making it's a seven and a one true they weren't making (laughs) citizen kane no, no, it, it, it's fun, silly, stupid, over the top. Yeah, yeah. turn your brain off, and enjoy the boobs and gore. Woo! Um, if you had to put this in a double pack, what would you be slapping piranha with? And you know, a good double feature. Put, yeah. I'm gonna call it Lake Placid. Oh fuck! Yes, pretty similar, Good, but man. not as many boobs. Yeah, damn. Well, you've thrown me off now. I think that's that's kind of the it's kind of the perfect addition. I'll uh, just because it's popped in my head and it has no relevance whatsoever. I'm I'm agreeing with you that Lake Placid is almost the perfect partner. But there's also, um, isn't there the original Piranha 2 directed by one James Cameron? certainly was. I think he got fired from that movie. Oh, did he? Oh, well. All right, I'm just going to completely mix it up and I'm going to go deeper underwater and I'm going to double feature it with The Abyss. Ooh, good film. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember it at all, eh? Future episode, maybe. James Cameron. Love it. Yeah. All right. How would you uh, rate it? I only give it seven titties out of ten. Oh. Wow. Good, good, clean, dirty fun. Okay. Yeah, look. I look, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't like so bad it was good. It was just kind of bad, and I enjoyed it for being bad. Um. Yeah, look, I'm only give. Oh, might be my lowest score ever. A four and a half. Four and a half. Piranha chewed up cocks out of ten. Hey, Brad, but this is a film made for dummies. This is right up your alley. Ah, fuck you. (laughs) You love stupid things. I then that's why I hang out with you. You love not being challenged. (laughs) That's right. Again, why we have a podcast together. I'm a simple man with simple pleasures. But the the hard thing is, right, is that you recommended me to watch this and I had literally the day before watched the far superior film Jaws. So it was very hard to go from, fuck that scene, man, when they're in the boat and, and, and Quint is talking about where... You know, 1,300 men went into the water. Only 316 came out. Yeah, it's just fucking boom. That's brilliant. And then I went to, ah, the fucking name ate my neck. <laughs> you know. Uh, so how many titties are in Jaws? How many titties are in Jaws? Uh, I reckon there's, there's two titties in Jaws, but it's in the dark. You don't, yeah. 
the silhouette. Yeah, you do get a you get a bit of side boob. Yeah, but you know. But there's not hundreds of titties. There's not a like a girl with big boobs bouncing in and out of the water on a parachute, is there? In a parasail? No. You don't see that. You don't see her legs getting eaten off. Look, to you each their own. see a piranha climb out of their mouth. Yes, that's right. But, I'm, you know, I prefer sometimes, not all the time, to have things happen off screen. You know, it doesn't always have to be in your face, like a sore film. Sometimes it's worse when it's off screen and you just hear it. Anyway. Sometimes they come back. Sometimes. They come out at night, mostly. 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 It's a f- Man, we're going to do Aliens. <sighs> so many, so many films we haven't done. Anyway, you know, so we nothing you on know it's here, a great it's film. Episode. Yeah, really it's, a, it's a great film when we spend more time talking about other things than the actual film we're supposed to be talking about. We talked about the film the whole time. It's because we're professionals. Mm. Mm. So somehow we managed it. to do Crowded House and start talking about Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, professionals. All right, folks, if you want to see some fish-eating cock, check out Piranha. 3D. Who doesn't want to see that? you got to know how fishy, it happens. Fishy things on a cock. They took my penis, Piranha Brad. 3D. They took my what? penis. They took my penis. They took my penis, Brad. It's a small meal. They took my penis. <laughs>